This is the Saturday Morning Serial Podcast with your host, Amanda Ann. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Saturday Morning Serial. I'm your host, Amanda Ann, and today I'm going to review the first episode of Disney Plus's Big Shot, starring John Stamos. I'm a fan of Stamos, and I'm excited to see him star in a Disney series from one Disney nerd to another. This is right up his alley. I truly hope he can get back to Disneyland since it's opening at the end of the month. I mean, John Stamos is one of the biggest Disney fans anyone would know, and I really appreciate that. So anyway, regrettably, I have not watched many Disney television series since maybe the first season of Hannah Montana, which that started when I was like, I don't remember, like a freshman or sophomore in high school. Disney Channel was a huge part of my childhood, and Disney's streaming platform is great to introduce these new shows, such as Big Shot, but you can also stream the older content, such as my favorites, That's a Raven and Lizzie McGuire. I grew up on like the Mickey and Friends cartoons. It was called Playhouse Disney when I was a kid, when my brother and sister were a kid. And now I think it's like Disney Junior today. I eventually became old enough to watch and really appreciate the shows on the Disney Channel, such as the shows like Boy Meets World, Even Stevens, Kim Possible, That's a Raven, and my personal favorite, Lizzie McGuire. I believe they even had shows like Sister Sister on as well, which were obviously made, you know, prior to all the other shows I watched, but that show was profound on my life too. <laughs> so overall, these shows did influence me and my friends in grade school, whether it was hairstyles, clothing, and overall the takeaway messages from the shows. I wanted to be Lizzie McGuire, and I remember buying some of the merch from the show and jamming to the CD, and I would try to like copy my hair like her and try to get around the type of same, the same clothes that she had, you know, it was, it was the whole nine yards. <laughs> With these shows came spinoff movies and music. Of course, I had the Radio Disney hit CDs, the Lizzie McGuire movie CD, and the popular Cheetah Girls soundtrack from the first movie. When the Cheetah Girls came out, I remember me and my girlfriends in middle school, uh, like we were just all on that, you know, everyone had that landline phone in their bedroom doing the three-way call. <laughs> we would all watch that together. These shows and the content produced in support of them instilled a feeling of comfort and inspiration in not only me, but so many others. I still find myself going back in my off time and watching something from back in the day. I love catching the jokes meant for the adult audience now, and some of these shows take on a new meaning as an adult myself. Over the years, Disney Channel had the hit Hannah Montana shortly after, I think it was around like Lizzie McGuire ended and then Hannah Montana started. And they went on to make more Cheetah Girl movies. I personally haven't seen them. The first one though will go down in history for me. But they also made other upbeat movies such as Camp Rock and High School Musical. High School Musical is such a massive hit, and I remember being a huge fan of it, even being in high school and not having much time for television. I was in drama club and choir, and that was a big part of what everyone was talking about, listening to, etc. 
High School Musical in Hannah, Montana really brought forth the musical and dance element to Disney Channel, even more so. But I feel like over the years, that might have died down a little. I mean, I could be wrong on that. Please let me know some of the more current shows, I would say from like 2010 onward, because I'm really not sure. Um, <laughs> I never really did catch up after that. So, But when, like I said, when I was younger, the music, the shows, and then like they would go on and make music videos, like... Hilary Duff would make, you know, Lizzie McGuire music videos with dance and song, and it was just, it was amazing when you're 13. <laughs> now we got Disney Plus, and I'm wondering what the future of Disney Channel could be like in regards to, like, producing new content versus dropping it on Disney Plus weekly. That is one thing I'm curious about, and I'm wondering if Big Shot will be seen on cable television, like the Disney Channel on cable television. So, who knows what the streaming platform is going to do to the mainstream like cable networks? We'll see on that too. Big Shot is about coach Marvin Korn, with whom was a coach for a NCAA men's basketball team, and he was fired after throwing a chair at a referee. He's then placed as a coach for a high school girls basketball team, but he comes in hot and the girls immediately despise him. The title of the show is fun because you think, quote unquote, Big Shot, it's like winning a basketball game maybe you have like a star player who makes the shots all the time or a team that just always wins in general but in reality it pokes fun at coach corn because he comes off as very arrogant at first to the girls this show overall has that disney channel feel to it with the drama the story and the real life emotional issues one faces I already picked up that vibe from the first episode, but one thing I do find endearing is that this show doesn't depict sunshine and rainbows like some shows would. There's struggle, there are deep messages that pertain to today's society, and there's also some minor adult themes as well, such as like Coach Korn and the assistant coach, Holly Barrett, who's played by Jessalyn Gilsig, talking about their failed marriages and the like. We also get a glimpse into these high school girls' lives and the real struggles they are faced daily. There is no sugarcoating the fact, at least from this episode, that these girls' lives are not so great, and that's why they turn to basketball as an escape. Coach Korn comes in like a Tasmanian devil, to say the least, at first, and starts firing off orders and even insults to some of them, and they are immediately taken back. Over the course of the episode, we can kind of scope out how things might turn out in the end, which is normal for these kinds of shows because it does focus on the story and how relatable it can be for the audience. That's what the majority of these Disney Channel shows are about, family, friends, and coming together. Disney has really grasped the modern issues of today and they apply it to their future shows respectfully. You see it in Falcon and Winter Soldier currently as well as others that have come out. I am looking forward to seeing more of the show every week, and I really did enjoy this first episode. Plus, like I said, John Stamos is great, and his performance in this is spot on. He's everyone's Uncle Jesse, after all, and you know in the end, a lesson about life is coming. I'm glad Disney Plus is making more content like this because these shows are just so relatable, but the audience can emotionally connect with the characters, and I know this show will do just that. And with that, I thank you guys for listening, and next weekend, stay tuned for we're going to have a big discussion with the series finale of Falcon and Winter Soldier. I got some guests joining me, and so it'll just be really fun. And if you are actually interested, too, in joining the conversation, just drop me an email. I'll be happy to have you on. And I know this episode was a little short, but gearing up for that season finale next week. <laughs>
so you definitely don't want to miss out on that. And I can't believe next week is the last episode already. It's crazy how fast time is flying. Anyway, I hope you all have a good week, and I'll catch you next time.